All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Life Matters Podcast. This is me, Keanu Monroe, and I'm your host, of course. And we have a very special guest. It has been a long time coming. You guys, we have been trying to get on this page for a little while now, and I have finally got my really good friend, Samuel, here. And he is so amazing with his point of view and his perspective on relationships and marriage and all that jazz. And I wanted him to come on the show and just to give his his input. So Samuel, welcome. Thank, Thank you, you for Thank coming. You. Go ahead and tell people a little bit about yourself and all your specialties before we get started. Hmm. Okay. Um, I also have to say that I'm really glad that we finally got to do this because this is something that was like hanging over my head. Like, you know, every time you're like, can we do this on this date? I'm like, oh, I don't, yeah, that was, that was bothering me. So. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Um, a little bit about myself. So I, I'm going to say this in two different ways. I think, okay. first of all, I know that there's a way I think that society expects me to identify myself. I'm going to do that. But I think personally for me, I really just want to say that I'm human. <laughs> and um, that's why I call myself the waking human um, on Instagram, because I think that sometimes we we forget that we're human when we identify with all the roles that society gives to us. Mm-hmm. And for me, what a waking human is, is that I realize that I'm someone who was born into a society, born into a home. I've been, I've been given so many messages about what's right, what's wrong. I've been shown so many boxes, so many definitions. And I think for a while I unconsciously followed those Mm-hmm. And for me, recognizing that I'm human just means that all those influences are things that I'm trying to deconstruct now mm-hmm. and recognizing that it's a very complicated process. And I need to remember always that I'm human because it means that when those things show up from the past in the present, mm-hmm. I'm allowed to give myself grace and to to redefine myself consistently uh, while also realizing, hey, you cannot be perfect. So this is really how I want to be identified as a human being. That being said, um, I do have a degree in medicine. I I got my MD uh, from the Caribbean. It's a tiny island in St. Kitts. Um, I think I graduated in 2011. I went back to Nigeria, which is where I'm originally from. Mm -hmm. I practiced medicine for a couple of years. And in that time, I think I realized that a lot of my patients were struggling with their relationships. You know, I worked in a private hospital. These people had money. They had thriving businesses. They were doing amazing. But... You know, there was a lot of struggle at home and and whenever they they trusted me enough to be vulnerable and share, it was like the home was broken even though they were still together. And that kind of, that would touch me and, you know, I would take out time from my regular shift and say, you know what, bring your wife later on in the day, bring your husband later on in the day and we would sit down, we would have conversations and with the little counseling skills that I had at the time, I would try to help. And I think I found that that was really fulfilling for me. I was doing it for free. 
right? I was being paid as a doctor and then I'd do this on the side for free. And it was like, I was, I'd be really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you see those changes, little changes in the family, someone comes in, they're smiling. It's, that was great for me. So um, when I moved to Canada in 2016, Okay, I'm going to back up a little bit. When I shared with my parents that I wanted to leave medicine and go into counseling, mm-hmm. um, you can imagine the reaction from our friends. I can imagine, yes. Like, like, what are you talking what about? Are like, you you're talking a doctor? About? Yeah. You're already helping people. You're already like, you know, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just kind of left it alone. But when I came to Canada, it was just me and my family and... I was like, hey, you know what? This is a chance to start afresh, um, do something different. Because for medicine, mm-hmm. I would have had to take the exams again mm-hmm. to practice as a doctor in Canada. So I said to myself, instead of spending two years trying to do something that I was already doing back home, mm-hmm. I could as well just spend that time and go into what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. So I applied, you know, I got into school. Um, I'd be graduating in December. So what I'm doing right now is a master's degree in counseling psych. Um, and it's, it's honestly been amazing for me. Uh, another good thing I think I've realized is that the more I, I know now, you know, about the way the mind works, mm-hmm. um, about trauma, it, it helps me realize that I didn't really know a lot. Yeah. And there are a lot of things that I, I used to think were a certain way in the past, you know, maybe a little bit of that black and white thinking, you know, you can't do this. It, it's just learning and doing this course has opened my eyes to the fact that, yeah, I'm, I'm in the right field. And yeah, I think that's it. So I would say I'm, I'm a medical doctor. I'm a therapist in training. By January, I would be able to say therapist. Um, I'm a father of two kids, five and six, boy and girl, um, obviously married. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay, great. So with so with all the experience that you've had working, you know, with people and having the passion and the desire um, for counseling, when we when we think about society today and the world that we live in today, oh. and dating and how people date, you know, and their expectations, right? Um, and their 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 desire for getting everything on a list that they create, right? And and being intentional with dating. And so you know me, I'm really big on self-worth, self-love, self-validation, and becoming everything that you require someone else to be, right? And teaching people to focus on themselves, right? So the the overspill of a filled cup benefits everyone else on the saucer. And what is your, I know what my opinion is, we'll get into it. What is your opinion? What are your thoughts about dating with intention and integrity in society, in the world we live in today? Hmm. That is such a complex question. Okay. What is it that you're noticing the most? Okay. One of the things I was talking about with another therapist the other day was this idea of Mm -hmm. self-worth. I I feel like it's a paradox of sorts. And I'll tell you what I mean. So I'm a therapist. 
is it okay or is it possible for me to go around believing that I'm a therapist if no one else believes that I am? Like if no, if I if I never have clients, if if I say I'm a therapist and for the next five years I don't have one single client, is it possible for me to still believe that I am? Am I going to be able to still convince myself? Now the flip side of that is, I have I have my thoughts. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now the, the the flip side of that is, I. I also don't want to be in a position where if someone says I'm a bad therapist, I, I absorb that. I, I, I need to have a bit of knowing that a bit of that internal knowing that I'm a therapist and maybe this is how good I am or these are my skills and this is what I can do. Mm -hmm. That's why I call it a paradox because it's like you do need people to believe in you for you to believe in yourself. But you also need to believe in yourself without people believing in you. So my 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 feedback to that would would would, would be this, right? Um, you're a therapist, right? Because you you did the work to become a therapist, right? Mm -hmm. Now you may not choose to practice, right? You may not offer therapy services for however long you you choose but that does not take away right from the credentials that you earned right. regardless of whether you choose to practice that or not right, right? and then so me and the self-worth thing i always tell people you know what are what are your confirmed experiences and i actually taught that in a, in a conference over the weekend and if you get consistent feedback right that confirms you're a therapist, not a bad therapist, but a therapist. People, you can't pick and choose or you can't control how people receive you necessarily. You can do your best to offer your service and they receive you based off of their experiences that they bring into your session, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that shouldn't be the deal breaker Right. To, to get the validation from other people, the right. acceptance or the approval from the other person, right? You right. are still right. a therapist. Right. People receive you in different ways based off of their self-concept, right? right? But you are still a therapist. Right. You stop practicing right. therapy and offering services, right. you are still a therapist, right? right? No, I, I get it. Honestly, and, and that's why I'm calling it a paradox, because whether people believe I'm a therapist or not doesn't mean mm -hmm. the fact that I am, which is what you're saying, right? Like you have it in you that this is who you are. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is, am I going to be able to, to believe that if no one, you know, this is, and this is about the relational piece that's in us mm -hmm. to say that, yeah, you know, you, if I had you to say, like you're, you're telling me right now, like, you're a therapist, even if people don't believe you. But that's, you're confirming that for me. What if I had no one to say, like, how long would I be able to keep telling myself that I'm a therapist, even though it's true? See, that's the thing. Because sometimes we tell people, oh, you know, you have worth. It's not a lie. <laughs> it's, it's a fact. Mm -hmm. Why don't they believe it? And, and I think that that, that takes us... I think to 
So the, I want to say the history of how we are made, of how we grow up, of, of all the factors that, because when we intentionally recognize that paradox, that we do need people to believe in us, then I think this is where we do, we then begin to create our tribes. Because for a lot of the people who struggle with self-worth, there's a story behind that. Mm-hmm. There's a point where this person really believed in themselves. They thought, you know, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. And then someone out there said, no, you're not. The mom, the dad, the aunt, the uncle, mm-hmm. the boyfriend, mm-hmm. consistently over and over and over and over. And then you get to this point where it's like, you begin to have all that self-doubt. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, the very fact that you have to tell some people and say, you have self-worth, you're worthy. Like people need that is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a part of us that it's, be, it's about being seen. It's about being recognized like, oh yeah, you are this thing. You know, because if I was offering my services as a therapist and no one was coming for five years, 10 years, how mm-hmm. long? How long would Sam, it's not a lie, I am a therapist, I know that. Mm-hmm. How long would I be able to say I'm a therapist? At some point, would I begin to say, you know what, maybe maybe there's something wrong. Maybe I'm not so, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, I think you're right. People are, are always going to be worthy. And and sometimes we do need people, not necessarily, it's, it's, it's okay, it's a good thing for others, you know, to validate. It's not saying, oh, you don't need anyone's validation. It, it shouldn't be a requirement or a tool that changes your mind of yourself. Look, how you see yourself should be first, right? And then a reminder from other people would be great. So in, in, in relationships, right, people are just like, well, I'm, I, this is what I, I, I tend to see in society and hear all the time. You know, I need this person to be this. I need them to be that. I want them to be this. I want them to be that. They need to offer the, all of the things that they're needing, all of the things that they're requiring, and everything that they want from a significant other, they are not those things to themselves. And I feel like when you are lo- when you are loving to yourself, when you are good and kind, right, and compassionate, and whatever it is that's on their list, when you are those things to yourself, yeah. and you meet someone else, they should be a confirmation. Right. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. It's just yeah. like, I know that you are what it is that I want right. because it's like I see a reflection of myself in the mirror. Your yeah. love is a confirmed yeah. love that I have for myself. I already have it. Right. But yeah. it's a confirmation yeah. from you because I see in you what I what I give to myself. Right. Does that make sense? Right. No, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think I recognize what you're saying in the sense that. I have to first believe that I'm a therapist. I have to, the journey, the journey has to start with me. I have to see it, I have to believe it, I have to recognize it. Uh, and then if someone else is seeing it, that's that's another piece. 
as opposed mm-hmm. to me not believing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, looking for someone else to say, to say, well, you're a therapist and yeah. then yeah. It's, it's like I become dependent on, on, you know, like I don't know myself. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm right. waiting for people to like say, oh yeah, you're a therapist. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, 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 I'm, I, I, I am a therapist. But I, I think, how do we, how do we get to that point where we're able to say, I am this is, is what I'm trying to explore. How do we get to that original point where we're able, because I hear you, I think that it would be amazing if people could see themselves. But the question I'm asking is, are we able to see ourselves without people seeing us? I would say in my in my in my own experience, right? Because um, I, I I try to bring the experiences I have with myself when talking to couples or talking to people about about dating. And I always say love is something I I recognize. Right. And in order for me to recognize it, I have to know it. I have to have experienced it. You know what I mean? Um, You know, you can you can recognize when someone is being um, selfish. Mm. Right. Or inconsiderate. Right. Right. You can recognize, uh, I don't know, hater or jealousy because, you know, once upon a time, you may have been that yourself. Right. Right. And a question that I, I tend to ask people um, is, what is it like to experience you? Do you know what it's like to experience yourself? Have you experienced yourself? Right? I have this, I have this activity that I do um, with, uh, with, with my Life Matters tribe, right? And they have these, these, these jars. And one of the things is uh, I say, what is what is your desired lifestyle versus a current lifestyle, right? Yeah. Behavior patterns and 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 habits that you have that don't serve who you are or the life that you would want or to have. Or where you're trying to go. Or where you're trying to go. What are those, what are those consistent habits that you want to change, right? Because it's important to identify the habits that do not serve you that are not good so that you acknowledge them. And you can assess and then you can make some changes, right? And then what is the what is the desired lifestyle look like, right? That's sometimes where visualization comes into play. And that's where the experience of you comes in, right? So what is the desired lifestyle? Lifestyle meaning loving yourself first. What is my loving me style, right? So most people can't even explain that. They don't, they don't know. I love flowers. I love candles. I love at the end of the week treating myself to something sweet, right? Mm-hmm. These are ways that I show me that I that love you. That right. I love me, right? Yeah. What are my love languages? Now I know my my, my love language, right? What does right. it mean? Acts of kindness to myself. What does it mean to compliment myself and say loving right. to myself? Right. What right. is it like? All those actions, right? Right. Those I am experiencing love by giving it 
to me. I recognize it, right? I know how it makes me feel. And my desired lifestyle looks like these things, right? So if my current behavior habits are not that, I need to change it to my desired habits, right? So because I've taken the time to acknowledge what those behaviors look like, acknowledge what they feel like, Mm -hmm. experience what that feels like, right? I am moving and flowing in the love that I need and want. So when I'm dating someone else and they show it to me, I can recognize it. Right. That's how I am with myself. Right. Right. I know what this feels like because regardless of, of whether I'm dating somebody and they give it to me right away, I can date someone and recognize that's not love. That's not the type of love that I want, want. right? That's not the type of love that I want. And I know what kind of love I want because they give it to me. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know what? I hear you speaking about, I would say two pieces. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Um, The first piece would be awareness. You see that, that, that whole conversation you're having of, 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 you know, paying attention to like flowers and, and sweet stuff. And I hear awareness in that. Uh, the second thing I hear from you is intention is why am I doing this? Okay. So I'm looking for a love that has A, B, C, and D. I'm looking for a life that has A, B, C, and D. So this is where I'm going. And what are some of the things that I can do to get myself to the place that I am trying to go? Now, I am trying to add one more piece. And I'm putting that in the beginning. And I'm saying, why do I like these things that I like? So the question I would ask you is, why do you like flowers? Why do you like the sweet stuff? Because there's a reason. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And recognizing that... The things that you identify with today are an extension of the relationships that you've had in the past. It also brings an awareness to say that it's my relationships that have defined me so far. It's my relationships that have made me feel the way I feel about myself, that have influenced the kind of things that I like, that have influenced the way that I want to be loved, that have influenced the red flags that I can identify or not identify. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a why. There's a why am I here? Mm-hmm. And the reason that that's important is because, you see, once you begin to have that self-awareness and you're saying, this is what I like, this is what I want, In order for you to become intentional about creating a life, you have to, the awareness of your why makes you more flexible to making changes that can take you to the place you want to be. Because if if you said to yourself, I like flowers, and then you said, but wait, why? Because maybe you like roses, and this guy who's loving you is giving you lilies. And you're like, no, I hate that stuff. That's not love to me. But then is it? Is there, a, is there a piece of you here that, you know, because this new guy, he's every other thing, but you're like, no, 
lilies are a red flag. And obviously, we're just using this as an example, right? You know what I mean? Lilies are not red flags, okay? Mm -hmm. But it's like, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because maybe this guy that you're dating now is what you actually want, you. But maybe you're replaying a whole history. And this is why people meet people sometimes healthy, have healthy habits, you know? I, I met someone the other time who said, if I'm in a relationship and we don't fight for a couple of weeks, I have to start some trouble. Oh my goodness. Right? Because I said, what? What? you know, so, you know, it's like, it's like peace. <laughs> it's, a, it, 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 it's, it's suggestive of something bad. And I said, well, you know what? I really do hear you. And yes, you can mm -hmm. start all that trouble. Mm -hmm. The question I would have is, where's that coming from? Why? Why is that something that appeals to you? Because maybe yeah. there's a place for you to begin to say, you know what, maybe I want peace. Let me try this out. Let me change this. And maybe the way that you begin to experience peace is about being in a peaceful relationship. So this is what, I'm, this is what I mean about like, in order for us to have those things that we want, many times it's the experience that defines it. You know, how, what makes me so confident in my ability to be a therapist is because when I'm being a therapist, it actually works. It's because my professors at school are saying, Sam, great job. It's because when my grades are coming in, it, you know, the society is confirming it. I also want to know inside of me, but there's yeah. that relational piece. So, you know, I, I think, and in my head, I'm just forming this now, but it's just like mm -hmm. that why piece, that awareness piece, and that intentional piece where you're like, it's interchanging, right? You're yeah. always aware. Why am I doing this? Why do I want this? And if this is what I want, well, where am I trying to go? Because if I want to make $5 million, then what am I doing right now that's, that's, that's stopping me from doing that? And this thing that I'm doing, why am I even doing it? I used to think it was great. Like, you know, I've had people who say, you know, you can only sleep five hours a day. Well, that's not necessarily true. Like, if you want to be rich, like there's people who are rich and they don't sleep five hours a day. So, you know, like, where did you hear that from? Who told you? Right, that? right, right, and right. For the kind of business you do, maybe you actually need 10 hours of sleep. Like, you know, you could be doing something that requires brain work that maybe, or maybe you're someone who cannot even drink coffee to stay awake, like depending on your unique life. What are some of the changes you can make? Would That would be, you know. Yeah, that that, that makes sense. That makes sense. But then, so, so going back into the, just the, the flowers, right? A guy brings me lilies, right? But I like, I like roses, right? So when we're talking about um, dating with integrity, right? And dating with intentions, a huge part of, yes, your experiences have, have shaped the things that, that you like um, because you learn through the experience, what you like and what correct. you don't like, yeah. right? So as I, I, like the reason why candles make me happy is because I have learned through my experiences that it brings me calm. Through and, your awareness and intention. Yep, that it's self-soothing. Flowers is something that just, when you see them, something about the beauty of flowers, right? So right. if in particularly I like roses, right? And I'm dating a guy who brings me lilies, right? right? I can acknowledge uh, his intention, right. right? That's me showing gratitude, right. me 
showing uh, appreciation because some women will just be like, this is not what I want. And that just completely, that's a huge turnoff. Right? It's the awareness in you that's making you do that. Right. But that's where communication comes in. And I think when, when people are dating, a lot of times they don't have compassionate communication or effective communication, right? And I think compassionate communication allows for it to be received in a way where the person can hear you and understand you versus being offended and then be defensive, right? So because I I, I love roses, I can tell this person, thank you so much. These are so beautiful. Um, I'm going to add them along with, you know, my favorite flowers, which are roses. I'm going to put them all together. There's a way of, of, you know, saying what you need and being able to express what it is that you need and what it is, you know, that you like. So the other person can know I am not a fan of what I hear when people say, well, if somebody loves me, they should know. No one's a mind reader, you know, and I, 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 I hear people when dating, having these expectations of people, and they are not those things to themselves. They're looking for someone to complete them. They're looking for someone to fill a void. They're looking for the, and it's just, as you grow and evolve, you know, I think you, you're, you're, you're gonna eventually grow apart from the person. Cause you don't even know who you are. You're looking for a relation. You don't know who you are. You don't know how to communicate. No one is a mind reader. How, how are you going to have a healthy relationship? That's not intentional. You're not looking for someone you can do life with. You're looking for, you're looking for a, a, a person to soothe the insecurities and what's missing in your life. Right. Do you notice that? That's, with people? That's, that's huge. That's huge. I think... One of the one of the things I always say to people is, hmm. if you don't have it in you, you're not going to be able to recognize it in someone else. So right. you know, it's one of the things I sometimes I talk to people and they say they want someone who's God fearing, and I say, mm -hmm. okay, great. How would you recognize this person? Mm -hmm. And they begin to tell me things like, he prays a lot, he goes to church, he he fasts. He, he's a regular, he sings in the choir. And I'm like, okay, you, you, you apparently do some of these things. Oh yeah, I do this and I do this. So is this what it means for, to be God-fearing to you? Yes, yes, that's what it means. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense to me that if you see someone doing these things, well, let's really explore that. What does it mean to be God-fearing? Hmm. Sometimes we talk about honesty. When someone says, I want a guy who's honest, I want a girl who's honest, I want someone who's honest. Okay, how would you recognize them? Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if you're someone who tells lies occasionally, you would give excuses to a guy who tells lies occasionally. That's a good one. Yep. You are someone who, you know, one of the analogies I like to use, you know, back in Nigeria, we would take buses, you know, like over here, we have like bus passes or whatever, but mm -hmm. back home, you would, you, they would tell you the amount and you would pay cash. So one of the examples I like to give to some of my clients who are Nigerian is I would say, you know, if you take a bus and the bus driver says, 
the amount you're going to pay today is $10, right? Mm-hmm. And you're sitting in the bus and when you get to your destination, the driver forgets to take the money from you. And you get down from the bus thinking, whew, I have extra $10 that I'm going to use to buy myself something nice. You didn't pay the guy. You left. Now your partner comes back home to you and he's like, oh my goodness, do you know I got on the bus and they forgot to take money from me and I was so glad? You're going to be like, me too. And both of you are going to be like, yay, we have extra money. (laughs) But think for a second, if you're the person who, when you got down from the bus, you realized you hadn't paid and you ran after the bus and you said, wait, 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 wait. And you ran and you lost your shoe or, you know, you were like, no, I need to give this guy his money. I have integrity. I have to give him. And then you get home and your partner says to you, I didn't pay them, but I'm happy. Something in you is going to be like, why did you do that, boo-boo? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to click. The, the red flag is going to, no, no, like, come on. You, you, that wasn't yours. And again, I'm not judging. I'm only saying that you have to be the thing. If you, if you don't have it, you will think that you've seen it and, and and, and this is huge for a lot of relationships because people say, I thought he was honest. Mm-hmm. I thought he was honest. He thought he was honest. He was showing you. He kept lying to you. But yeah. you know, because, because it's inside of you too. And, and again, you know, so once you begin to, so I really, that's why I said what you were saying is like huge because it's a whole process where you need to begin to recognize the things in yourself and work on it improve it, make it better, and then do you ever find that when when you're talking to people sometimes uh oh hold on Samuel your your camera froze. Oh <laughs> is, it, is it okay now? Mm, sort of kinda now. You're frozen. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the network. Hold on, hold on. Let me hold on, let me see something. Let me let me there you go. Do I put it off and put it on? I put I put it off and put it on. Try it. You try it on your end. Okay. Everyone, we're having technical difficulties. You'll be all right. All right. Is it okay now? It's a little choppy, but you're not frozen. It's good. It's it's not great. <laughs> okay. Next so what do, what do we do? We're on a roll. We are on a roll. It's really good, but. No, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, because I really want to fix this. This is, this, like, our conversation is so good. <laughs> Let me try it again. Let's try it again. Okay. Did you pop back in? Yeah. Okay. Still choppy. Tosh, gone. Yep. Do you want me to just maybe leave and then come back? Maybe that would help. Let me try that. Let me try that instead. Okay, let's try that. Yeah. Let's try that. All right, everybody. Hold hold tight. Uh, we're having some technical difficulties and we're kind of doing it live. So um, that's, that's, that's the good thing. Okay, here we go. There we go. Yay. It's better. It's better. There we go. Okay. All right. Uh, so I was just asking you a question. I said, have you ever noticed that 
people come to you, oh, what was I? Saying that they want someone that's honest or they they look they have these requirements of, you know, the characteristics of what they want in a, a significant other. Yeah, I, I, it will come to me, but yeah. Though, yeah. But I do, I do notice that, um, for example, what's, what's really common, uh, a guy, he has to make this amount of money, um, or a woman, she has to be able to know how to cook and know how to do this, know how to do that. And she has to, like, it's a whole list of, 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 of things that they require for her to look and to be in all these things. And for women, you know, he has to be able to, they give like this entire list, right? And the interesting thing is they don't even meet their own standards. Like when someone says, I want, I, you know, I want, and, and, and not only do they not meet their own standards, they don't even know what it feels like for their standards to be met by themselves. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like I'm like, if I say, oh, I want someone to wine and dine me and I want a guy to spoil me, right? Um, I, I'm able to recognize what that looks like, what that feels like, right? Because that's what I do for myself. My thing is I want, when I am, the, when I am spoiling me or whining and dining me, I will meet someone, right? Because I am aligning myself with my values. So I will meet someone who will match me where I am. And what I'll say is, I, I, I don't want to meet someone who will treat me less than, you already than I am myself, right? And, and that is not the language I hear a lot of people say when dating. And this is why I really say, I, I need you to focus on yourself. I need you to focus on what loving you and caring for you right? You say you want love, then what I'd like to do is I always ask for a character breakdown of what people value, right? So, um, and I, I, I do this all the time. So here's, here are two examples, right? I value love. It's, I'm, I want someone loving. I value peace. I want some, I want someone peaceful, right? So let's, the character breakdown of love is slow to anger, yeah quick to forgive, right. kind, right. patient, right. the willingness to hear right. and understand. Right. Right? I can break down the, the, the characteristics of what I value. And right. then I'll go into it and say, am I slow to anger with myself or do I beat myself up and carry shame and condemn myself all the time? Am I, am I, am I kind to me or am I cruel? You know, am I, do I, do I listen to how I speak to myself? Right. Do I, do I speak my own love language to myself? Right. I value peace, right? No drama, right? Low anxiety, low stress, grounded. That's that peace to me though. though that's the character. So do I feel content and grounded? Right. right. Not saying that I'm, um, I'm perfect, but I am more of these things than I am not and no. i recognize when i'm not these things and i can shift and say nope this is you're acting out of character right because that's not what you value let's go back right so being those things a lot of people that i work with they don't they don't know what they value right. but they require these things from others so my thing is even if they're giving it to you 
do you even recognize it? Will you even be able to receive it when they give it to you? Because you don't even know what it feels like. And that's when you, that's when you disrespect other people's um, efforts in you. Right. Right. Because you're not even able to receive that love. Yeah. You know, the breakdown that you're giving, mm -hmm. I think it, it's like slow to anger. I, I like that one. Slow to anger. Like, what does that even mean? You know, like, if, because. What does slow to anger mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not asked, I'm, it, it's a rhetorical question in the sense that mm -hmm. if someone said that, like, that's what I want, how would you know if someone was slow to anger then? How would you know? Like if you saw if you saw someone who was, how can you tell? And and when people begin to think about that, then they they might get to realize that. I'll give you a specific example. Mm -hmm. I walked with a client once who said to me, "One of the reasons I got attracted to this guy is that he values family." And I said, "Oh, amazing! How how did you how did you recognize that?" Mm -hmm. said, well, you know, he he loves his mom. He takes care of his mom and. You know, he's really great. They're close, always sends her money super close to the mom. I'm like, okay. I'm just I'm just wondering what the connection is with him valuing family and, yeah. and, and loving his mom. And she said his, his mom is his family. And I'm like, right, right, right. I I wonder how that translates to you. Mm -hmm. Are mm -hmm. you his mom? You're not. What are you to him? And then when we began to have that conversation, mm -hmm. like, see where you're going here. What are the ways that someone would treat his mom that can translate to you? Right. What? Let, let's get specific. Let's dive deep into that. Mm -hmm. So, because at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, what am I expecting? Do you really want him to treat you as he treats his mom? Are you going to be ready to treat him as his mom treats him? Yeah, into this really interesting conversation about how some men can get into relationships expecting their wives or their partners to be their mom, and <laughs> when the wife or the partner is not able to measure up, then there's problems, and then you're wondering to yourself, but why does he treat his mom that way? Because it's not you cannot generalize the treatment of mom to the treatment of family. And you know what she said to me? Mm -hmm. She said, my sister married someone three years ago and we thought he valued family and he doesn't. How did your sister know? Oh, your sister saw that he was taking care of his mom, taking care of his dad, doing all these things. But when he got married to the sister, didn't value her. So you can see, and then this person also had a history of like growing up in a home where the dad didn't care about them, the mom didn't care about them. And you know, there's that translation that if someone cares about their mom and their dad and then... So the point is, breaking it, really breaking it down to say, what does this mean? And the only way you can truly know the meaning of something is to embody it in yourself. You mm -hmm. have to be able. And, you know, one of the things I tell people, like, there's a lot of relationship qualities that we need to have healthy relationships. There's mm -hmm. a lot. There's truly a lot. For give give some examples so the the listeners can start writing notes. Um, you know, for me, uh, one of the biggest ones for me is flexibility. 
Mm-hmm. And that's vague because there's a lot of things that come with that. Openness, um, the courage to be vulnerable, um, self-awareness, self, mm-hmm. self-reflexivity, um, being able to regulate themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that we talk about with trauma is how it it essentially inhibits the executive part of our functioning. And this is huge because, um, you know, when, when we talk about our limbic brain or our, our primitive brain, mm-hmm. that's the survival brain. That's where a lot of the things that you see people do these days. It's, you know, you, you see someone, they're amazing, they're respectful, they're everything, and then you do something and then it's like, who's this person? They snap on you. Snap me. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness, you know, and, and that's because they're back to that to that primitive brain. You've done something that's that's sure. triggered them, that reminds them of something that has taken them to a certain place. And you know, even now we're talking about PTSD and we're saying, look, it happens in small amounts every day. You know, there's people who traumatize from situations. But anyways, that's beyond the topic of our discussion. Yeah. But the point is someone who's able to regulate. You know, can you can you piss me off and annoy me and I'll be like, that thing you did, I, I didn't like it. Right. Or am I gonna be like, you know what? Go to hell. I hate it's you. Over. It's over. And you know, I don't mean it. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. like two hours later, when I come back, you see, yeah, to the executive thinking, I'm like, yeah. hey, babe, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> so it's like. So these are these are some of the qualities, and like I said, there are a lot, right? Um, I, maybe I would have I would have written a list. I have I have like a whole worksheet for this. But the thing is, some of these qualities, it's about their skills. That you see, that's why the why is important. Where are you coming from? Because once you begin, and, and with the work you're doing with people, once you begin to ask them, where do you want to go? Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you're doing that are preventing you from getting where you want to go? So now I've been getting in relationships and I always have these situations where I'm always breaking up and coming back and breaking up and coming back. And I don't want that anymore. Okay. What they want is marriage. Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, they want marriage. And it's just like, how are you aligning yourself from where you are now to to getting what it is that you want? Because you... Uh, you know, I always talk about don't you know not focusing on the absence of of what's not there, right? But mm-hmm. but being in preparation and aligning yourself with what you believe you deserve as it makes its way towards you, right? Right. right. If you're completely all acting opposite from the marriage that you want to be in. Yes. Marriage means stability, right? Right. Marriage means stability. Marriage means consistency marriage means commitment but you're having these behaviors where someone pisses you off you're like i don't want to talk to you anymore you block them on whatsapp on text messaging on calls so now see we're having a real conversation what are some of the things that i'm doing that are getting in the you know what kiona this is what i do i i'm always you know when when i'm pissed off and oh i see okay let's talk about one of those situations what happened this, this, this happened, this, this happened, and then I reacted in this way. And this is essentially the work that we do in therapy. You, so you, this is how you reacted. Now, how would you want to react in that situation? So now this person is taking an intentional step towards being more regulated. 
towards yeah. being more controlled and that's how they get to achieve their goal of marriage of because you know, know. you see someone who's regulated will run away from you this mm-hmm. you see, the only way someone will be in a relationship with you and marry you if you're not regulated you see they're not regulated mm-hmm. if they sometimes lose their shit too sure, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll marry you but if someone is if they've worked on themselves and they're like they're just gonna watch you and be like oh so this is how you are. This is, this is how you are. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I don't want that. And I always tell people, I say, you know, under understand who you are so that you can recognize who you are not, what you are not, right? And when you're in a relationship and you're you're dating, that's what the dating process is, is, is for. You know what I mean? It's not for going out and eating food, and that's good. That's nice. And food is great, right? But when you're doing the intentional dating, right, the importance is let's find out what we value. Let's find out, you know, how we experience ourselves and if it's possible that we can experience one another in a healthy way towards the direction of marriage. Is that the way that you want to go, right? And it's okay if because we are having a human experience, it's it's okay if you realize after a while, this is not what it is that I want. You don't have to try to shape and mold them into what you want them to be because you want this. And you don't wanna be shaped and mold into what they want either. I, like I, 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 I use this, this term often, you know, um, there are plenty of crayons in the crayon box, right? If you desire purple love and you're a red crayon, right? You don't date green. You don't date yellow. You don't date orange. You date blue. You find out if someone is blue, right? And if you're with an orange crayon, I don't care what you do. They're never going to, you're never going to end up with purple love. Not ever. Okay. So release them would love get a chance to be like you know what after this copter after spending a little bit of time I, you're an orange crayon i'm a red crayon and i i know i need purple love and i don't think no matter how, i don't i can make you go to therapy with me i can introduce you to my family i can it doesn't matter you're an orange crayon i need to release you with love because there's someone out there right who is as, as who is just like I, I I want a certain type of love. And in order for me to have that love, I need an orange crayon. You're holding on to the orange crayon. Someone's praying for that. And just release it with love. Let that person get who they need and go get you a, a, a blue crayon. And that be it. Because what I think people do is they damage each other mm. recklessly, right? And selfishly because they haven't taken the time to identify the type of love that they want. And then they try to change other people right. instead of accepting who, who the other person is, right? Mm. And, and that's what the dating part is for. And that's when it when we get to intentional dating. And I don't think people do that enough. Look. <laughs> Look, listen. You, you were talking, and I wanted to interrupt you the whole time and just be like, yo, this is... This is, listen, this is the reason why it's so crucial to do the work yourself. Yeah. 
You see, the only way I can be compassionate about someone being a blue crayon is if I have accepted that I am purple or that I want purple or that this, or I'm red or whatever that color is. The only way you're going to be. Yes, the acceptance. You see, if I'm doing the work, okay. So say for example, I, I'm doing the work and I recognize that I, I'm not very good at regulating myself. And then I begin to do the work at regulating myself. Mm-hmm. And then I become better and better at it. That whole process of moving from point A to point B, I would have struggled. I would have tried. I would have failed. I would have had to be compassionate with myself. I would have had to give myself grace. I would have realized how difficult it is to actually change myself. And as I'm, as I'm going through that process, there would have been a lot of acceptance mm-hmm. of where I'm coming from. When I look at another human being who's struggling, it's not going to be with judgment. It's not going to be with annoyance. It's not, you see, if I, if I said to you, hey, this is what you're bringing to this relationship. And you're like, no, this is who I am. I'm not going to change. I'm going to be so compassionate in letting you go. Because guess what? I know the process. Yes! It's like, like, okay, brother. Okay, sister. You know what? But you see, if you haven't gone through the process of change, then you're going to be thinking it's so easy. And then you're going to be pissed at people for why they don't want to change. Because you're out there trying to change people when you haven't changed yourself. You see, you're getting mad that that guy doesn't want to stop going to the club. Have you tried? You know, I had had a client once and he said, well, um, I'm dating this person and this person likes to, let's say, for example, this person likes to swim and I don't like swimming. And I said, Mm -hmm. okay, so you're hoping that they would stop liking to swim. And yeah, they said, yeah. And I said, okay. (laughs) Or it's, you know, it's either they stop liking to swim or you begin to like to swim. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, God forbid, that's never going to happen. Obviously, we're not talking about swimming. Mm-hmm. I said, but wait a minute. You're hoping that they would stop liking to swim when you are not open to liking swimming. See, because... The moment you begin starting that work in yourself of the process. And, and you know, you, you, you talked about this, Kuna. You, you talked about the flowers, right? You said, mm-hmm. I've been through that process. I've recognized what flowers do for me. If you met someone that said, I hate flowers, you'd be like, okay, I know how that feels. Because, you know, like, you've gone through the process of knowing what it means for you to have flowers. So if you see someone who says, I hate them, you're like... I get it, boo. I can you compassionate my life. Like, yeah, like, just, just, just I can release you with love. I say it all the time. I can That's right. Love. That's right. And the reason people don't do that is because they don't know what the change process looks like. So they always project that. They want right. other people to change and they don't want to change themselves. So the moment you begin to go through change 
and you realize how hard it is, trust me. When you see people who don't want to change, you're just going to be like, I get it. I get it. I'm Compassionately let you go and release you with love. I hope you find your your blue crayon That's or right. your, your orange crayon. That's right. you go. And that 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 is because now you're dating with integrity. Yeah. And now you're dating with intention. Yeah. And so, oh my gosh, this was so good. Oh, we already did an hour. We have we have to come back with a part two. We're coming back with a part two, everybody. Um, but this is absolutely so good so for all of those please uh send me some feedback i would love to read it in the comments below any questions you may have and um samuel let people know where to find you if you are uh, interested in services um with him or following him and listening to him because he posts great content um it's just it's the waking human on instagram and you know just that's uh yeah that's that's all it is the waking human okay all right everybody we're gonna come back with a part two uh because this is too good not to <laughs> all right guys remember life matters to yourself and to others the overspill take care